All right, hi ladies. Uh, happy Friday night to everyone. Um, since it is Friday night and it's pretty late, um, I'm not gonna wait for a whole lot of ladies to hop on. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and get started. So I'm gonna start off first of all by um, telling you ladies kind of where I got this from. Um, so in leading up to the conference, I have been reading a lot um, in and out of the book of Esther. So, you know, I read some other things and then I, I just keep going back to Esther. Um, and so I've, I've, I've taught myself some principles, I think, from reading in this book. Um, and so I've pulled out four really important ones that I think that I've learned. And so I'm going to share them with you ladies tonight. So the first one is, um, <clears throat> it's hopeful for everybody. Um, and the first one is that God has a special plan for your life. No matter who you are, no matter where you are, or what you're doing, God has a special plan for you in your life. And so you can see this when you read in the book of Esther that Esther was placed in a royal position, not by chance, but for a purpose, okay? God did not make a mistake wherever he has you today either. So sometimes... <clears throat> I know I for sure, but sometimes I think we can spend too much time and too long in trying to figure out where God wants us to be, or maybe we're wishing that we were somewhere else than where we are right now, um, instead of just allowing God to do something with our life where we are currently while we wait for something more to come. Because we know that with God, there's always more to come. God makes big promises and he always delivers on those. So instead of, you know, um, questioning whether or not you're in the right place or hoping that you were somewhere better, I want you ladies to try to just keep in mind that God does have a special plan for your life. And that you need to simply allow him to do something with your life where you are. And then you can wait for more to come. Just stay in God's will and do the right thing and stay committed. And there will be more to come, okay? So I do have actually some ladies hopped on, Yaney and... Andrea and Cami, I love you beautiful sisters. So that's so that's the first that's the first really important principle that I've realized from going back and forth in the book of Esther is that where I am right now is important. It's just as important as where I will be in the future because God put me where I am now and I'm working where I am now. And I'm waiting for the next steps in God's plan, which will be revealed to me in his time and in his way. And then I will follow 
that plan and follow God's purpose for my life, okay? So keep that in mind. Um, so number two is something that is important, but that I'm very uncomfortable with. And that is sometimes you might have to go against common sense or you might have to go against what someone has advised you to do or you might, you most definitely will most likely have to go against what you want in order to follow God's plan. Okay, so <clears throat> to me, that is evidenced by the fact that part of Esther's plan was that she was going to have to approach the king, even though she didn't have permission to approach the king. Um, this could have meant death for her, sudden and certain death for Esther to have approached the king, okay? Um, because it was against the law, which would be, you know, common sense or advisement. It was against the law for her to approach the king, but she did it anyway. And her response to that was, if I perish, I perish, you know? Um, so sometimes God will, God's will makes perfect sense. But that doesn't mean that you will not be required to take risks for God and for his will and for his plan in your life. Um, and, you know, you, you have to think sometimes the best things in life will come with the greatest risks. Um, and I've realized that the degree of difficulty is not an indication of whether or not God is in it. Hold on just a second. My foot heater just came back on. I'm going to turn it off. <laughs> okay. My feet were cold. Um, and that distracted me. Sorry. So the best things in life often are going to come with the greatest risks, okay? And the amount of difficulty that you're going to have to face when you're doing things that are in God's will does not mean that God's not in it. Okay. He doesn't promise us that you're not going to have to take risks. He doesn't promise us that it's always going to be easy. He just says, stay in my will and follow my plan. And so I actually kind of think sometimes that the opposite of that is more true. So like say, you have to do something and it's not easy. And sometimes I scare myself and I start thinking, well, this isn't easy and following God should be easy. So maybe that means that it's not actually God's will. But then I have to realize that God doesn't always promise that things are going to be easy. So if it's a little difficult and it makes me uncomfortable, then but I know that it's right anyway. I know that it's right. I know that it's biblically sound. I should do it anyway because it's the right thing to do. It's a biblical principle, and I need to follow that whether it's easy or not. Um, so that's number two. Sometimes you're going to have to go against what you want in order to follow God's will. 
Sometimes you might have to go against the law even. I mean, you know, let's let's be real and let's be serious for a little bit. Several years ago, the whole world was shut down because of COVID. And it was against the law in some places and common sense and science that you can't be around people and you have to always wear a mask and you have to hide in your house and you have to be afraid and you can't go to church. You, we weren't supposed to be going to church, but we did it anyway because it was right. Okay, so remember that, ladies. <laughs> um, and it was, it was hard to withstand those things because everybody was against us, you know? Um, but we pushed through and we did it anyway. So the third thing that I have learned is that the time to follow God's plan is now. It's right now, okay? Get in God's will and start following his plan for your life now. Not tomorrow, not in five years when you're in a better financial situation, not in a year from now when you have a better job, not in six months from now when things slow down, because we all know the fact is we are going to be saying, oh, well, maybe next month when things slow down. We're going to be saying that probably for the rest of our lives, okay, because life is busy, and we got a lot of things to do. But the most important thing that we need to do is stay in God's will and follow his plan, right? So <clears throat> the time to follow God's plan is right now, okay? Um, and so that, that kind of made me start thinking about this specific scripture, and it's Esther chapter 4 and verse 14. And I think a little differently, so y'all just bear with me, okay? Um, I think that that is such an interesting scripture because it says, For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place, but you and your father's family will perish. And who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. Okay, so... Most of the time we tend to consider the last part of that verse specifically for such a time as this. But to me, it stood out that there's a question in that last sentence and it says, who knows? Who knows that you've been put in this position for such a time as this? You can't know with certainty. You can have faith and you can act on that faith and you can walk in that faith for sure. Um, but the fact is, Esther did not know for certain what was going to happen to her. She knew that she was in a position as the queen. She knew that she did have the opportunity to see the king at great peril to herself she knew that God wanted to save her people. And she knew that for whatever reason that was going on, that she had been made aware of the plan. Okay. But she didn't know 100% with certainty what exactly she needed to do. She had a lot of options that she could have gone through with. She could have stayed silent. 
she she could have. And according to the law and according to traditions, she should have. Okay, but she did not. So she went ahead with this plan without being 100% certain, okay? And so there are going to be times in your life that you've gathered all of the information that you can. You have prayed as well as you know how to pray. You have sought godly counsel. You're not doing something sinful, and maybe you still feel a little unsure. Um, you can sleep on it. You can wait a little more. You can fast like Esther did um, for three days and three nights, actually. And she had all of her people fast with her. And those are all good things. Those are good things. And we should be doing those things. But there comes a time, a, such a time as this, okay, where you simply are going to have to muster up the courage to move and push forward, all right? You're not going to have all of the answers. You're not going to have every answer, but you simply have to step out and walk by faith. Now, you just have to have faith and you just have to have courage so don't be afraid, ladies, to allow God to control the outcome, whatever that may be. You follow his plan. And like Esther said, if I perish, I perish. I don't know with certainty what's going to happen if I go and if I go before the king, you know, the godly king. I don't know. I might perish. But I think that this is what I need to do. I've prayed. I've fasted. I've, I've sought godly counsel. I've gathered all of the information. I've weighed all of my options. And I just need to step out. And I need to walk by faith. Just be a willing vessel. That's it. That's 100% right, Robin. Um, so do not be afraid to let God be the one to control the outcome. No matter what that is. Just be a willing vessel. Thank you, Robin. Okay, so the fourth thing that I've been kind of chewing over is we know this already. Hold on, I'm going to get a drink. I'm out for a Okay, so the fourth thing that I've been kind of chewing over is it's, it's common and we talk about this a lot, is that trusting in God completely and totally and 100% brings great rewards. Okay, yes, there's risk in it. We're going to have to step out and, you know, go against the flow. But it's absolutely going to bring us great rewards. It's going to bring about just great rewards in general. So what happened when Esther trusted in God completely, and she stepped out in faith. She saved a nation, an entire nation. She didn't just save herself. She didn't just save her direct family. She saved a nation of people. Her obedience 
saved God's people from certain destruction. Okay. The reward for her obedience was far greater than could have ever been expected. So Esther went before the king and she was prepared. She was prepared for the worst case scenario. She knew what the risks were. She knew what the cost could be. And she was prepared to face that. Because I've said it already. She said, if I perish, I perish. She knew what could possibly happen to her. So she had to be prepared to face that. But the reality is she ended up with the best case scenario because God had a plan for her life, a very special plan for her life. <clears throat> so many people became followers of God because of Esther's obedience. The people were inspired by the faith of one woman and one man that changed everything for that nation. Just their faith alone changed a nation, okay? And so it will always be, it will always be profitable in the long run to obey God. So, and the reason for that is when others see us living in radical obedience, and that means obedience that doesn't really make any sense, okay? It doesn't have to make sense. It just has to be obedience. They are going to want some of what we have because the fact is the world around you, the world around us right now is looking for answers. And the truth is, oftentimes they are finding their answers, the wrong answers, in the wrong places. Um, they're trying to figure out how to make life work. They're trying to figure out how to make life easy. They're, they're looking... They're looking in the wrong places, okay? And they're, they're coming up with the wrong answers because of that. So when they see you living this radically obedient life and being blessed because of it, they're going to want some of those blessings. And so then you get to share your answers with them. And then you can be a pivotal turning point in their life. And then it's like a domino effect, okay? then it changes a nation. So the fact is, you might not have every answer, but you definitely know a God who does have every answer. And just your obedience can draw people to you and then you can point them to the God that has the answers that they need. Okay? So... I, I want to ask you ladies, okay? I started off with giving you ladies a little encouragement, and it was that God has a special plan for your life. And then I want to leave you ladies with a couple questions, okay? And that is, first one, when was the last time 
that you asked, God, what do you want to do through my life? Not that you prayed, God, use me, God, send me, but that you asked God, what do you want to do through my life? What plan do you want me to follow to change nations in your name? And then the second question is, after you ask God that question, you have to follow it up with a question to yourself. And that is, are you ready to walk by faith? Are you ready to step out? Are you ready to face the consequences potentially? Are you ready to share in the rewards with everyone around you? Um, and so it's, it's a lot. You know, it starts off actually very simple in that you just have to follow God's plan. And you just have to follow it now. And you have to trust that God does have a special plan for your life. But you also have to realize that it's not always going to be easy. Sometimes it's going to be scary. But you can hold on to your faith. And you can hold on to the faith in God that he delivers. And he is more faithful to you than we could ever be to him. Because we are only human. And he cannot fail. He cannot fail in his faithfulness to us, okay? Um, so this is probably going to be one of the shortest fight times that I've done in a long time. Um, and those probably sound really simple, but to me, over the last like month or two, they've been really, really profound. Um, because sometimes just the simplest things really bring about the greatest change and the greatest reward, you know, um, so I'm going to pray before I hop off of here and I will see you ladies after I pray. I will see you ladies again soon. All right. So let's pray. Um, Lord, I just ask that you would strengthen every lady that hears this message tonight and you would give her the strength and the courage to trust in your plan for her life and that you would give her the wisdom and the discernment to be able to know which actions and which steps she needs to take in following that plan. And I ask that you would open her eyes to see that her time is now to follow your plan, God. Um, and I ask God that you would use every lady that trusts in you completely. You would use her the way that you used Queen Esther to bring about a change in the people around her and that you would use that change in a ripple effect and that you would use it to save and change nations, God. Use each lady individually to touch as many lives as she possibly can. Give her the strength to withstand going against common sense, maybe. Going against 
traditions, going against expectations, just as long as she is walking in your plan for her life, God, give her the strength to keep moving forward. And I ask that you would um, continue to soften each lady's heart so that when you speak, she will know that it is you who is speaking into her life. And I ask that you would touch every woman and just reassure her that you are very faithful and that she is special to you and that you love her above all else. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, that's it, ladies. And I'll see y'all again real soon. I love you.